Welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob podcast. Thank you for listening. Let's talk about some of the stuff that I like. I like music, paranormal subjects, sci-fi, horror things, and people in general that have somehow influenced my life and made my life better. Sit back, relax. It's all Bob all the time. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Tonight, we're going to talk about Bull Shoals, Arkansas, and I hope, I really hope I don't do this whole episode in a really bad southern accent, because that even annoys me, and God knows, when you annoy yourself, you're you're pretty much fucked. Uh, last year, last September, September of 2018, we went on vacation to Bull's Bull Shoals. Now that's spelled B-U-L-L, like a bull, you know, a male cow. Shoals, S-H-O-A-L-S. Bull Shoals, Arkansas. Uh, It was my wife's 40th birthday. Uh, Her family, you know, has other family out there. She has a couple uncles. Her grandparents live out there in kind of that general area. Excuse me. The uh, Let me state real quick. Dude, I am so caffeined out right now I, I don't know why I only had like one coffee well I'm actually drinking like an espresso Dunkin Donuts thing right now too so yeah I'm pretty jacked up man it's good for talking like I it's that's why I'm here is talk you know um back to my my original point my wife has family out there her family out here specifically her mom my mother-in-law um uh, paid for us to fly out to Arkansas to visit family and go on like a really nice vacation. Um, we stayed in a cabin in Bolshols. A beautiful place, man. I cannot go on enough about like how awesome that little area is. But let's get some facts down about Bolshols, Arkansas. It is in Marion County in the very northern, like north central Arkansas, um, near the Missouri border. Um, it's in the Ozarks. It's in kind of like the foothills of the Ozark mountains, which aren't really big mountains by the standards that I understand mountains to be, you know, here living in Southern California, we have some pretty good sized mountains, I guess. Um, the elevation of Bull Shoals is only 801 feet and it's, it's kind of a hilly, rocky area, you know, truly a beautiful place. It's in, I said that already. Okay. I'll shut up about that. It's in uh, Marion County. The population of Bull Shoals as of the census in 2010 was 1,950 people. Um, The town was founded in 1954 by a couple of real estate developers uh, by the name of C.S. Woods and C.S. Woods Jr. Apparently they're related, I would guess, by that statement. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Good. It's really like a resort area. More or less, there's a huge lake there, Bull Shoals Lake. It's a man-made lake. Uh, they dammed the White River in that area 
the dam was completed in 1951. The lake is huge. Like, I mean, I've never been on a lake that big. Well, I've seen like the Great Lakes, you know, in Chicago. And that I can't remember what lake that was. Anyways, that's kind of beside the point. Um, it is a giant lake. It's really windy. You know, it follows kind of the course of the river, the the former river. Um, it's super deep too. It, I mean, its average depth is about seventy five feet. Uh, water is super warm. We were there, like I said, in September, and it the water was like eighty degrees. It, it was crazy. Um, fishing is very very popular there. Water sports like jet skiing, uh, tubing, which we did and that was beyond awesome you get towed behind a boat and you're sitting in this like giant rubber inner tube with handles on it and you can like lay facing forward or you can sit in it or you know whatever and the boat will tow you and dude that was awesome awesome hang on i need some more coffee because i need to keep talking oh thank you yeah oh my here we go oh let's talk let's chat shall we um, uh, the, uh, the, like I said, Bull Shoals Lake is, it's huge. There is over 1,050 miles of shoreline. There are no houses right up on the lake. Um, there's a couple of resorts that are really close with docks and everything like that, but they have some law that says like, you can't build a house like right on the shore of the lake. Otherwise there'd be houses kind of all over the place, which was pretty cool. It's very unspoiled. I mean, it's like, Dude, you are in the middle of nowhere when you're out on the lake. Uh, that, as far as a vacation destination goes, I seriously could not recommend that area more. I mean, it's incredible. There's, like, talk about a getaway. There's, like, you know, I, I, 1,950 people in the town. I think what they're saying, like, what I was reading, now it's estimated there's even less people there there's not a lot of work around there. I mean, it's all kind of really based on the, um, like tourism and, and vacations and stuff like that. Fishing, like I said, fishing is absolutely huge. They have huge, huge, like world renowned trout fishing tournaments on the white river, which is just past, you know, the dam, the river's still there. I mean, it's, it's, and it's like some of the best trout fishing in the world. I know jack shit about trout fishing, but apparently it takes a lot of skill fly fishing or something like that. I'm not going to do research for something like that because I, this is not the point of this podcast, which I should say, I mean, the point of the podcast tonight is um, we're going to do a little travel into the paranormal realm. Hmm. I kind of touched on that a little bit on my podcast about Calico. I think that was my second one. Um, that's something that I'm very, very interested in, you know, ghosts and the paranormal, whether you believe or not. I mean, you know, it's no skin off my ass. I don't care if you don't believe in ghosts. I do. I think there's something going on, you know, where maybe people don't want to leave or if people die violently or something like that whatever amounts to as your soul kind of gets stuck or doesn't want to move on or, you know, whatever. I, I don't know exactly how that all works. If I did, I wouldn't be wasting my time doing some bullshit podcast. Now would I, cause I'd be like, I don't, I'd be like the second Jesus or something. <coughs> I apologize. I've been like fighting a cold for the last two weeks and you know, so I'm going to cough every once in a while and that's I'm not fancy, you know, I don't edit my coughs out because 
you know, that's not the real Bob. And I'm here to give you the real Bob, 100% of the real Bob, the 100% of the time, 110% of the time, actually. That's not a real fucking number, by the way. Uh, so we traveled. Let's talk a little bit before I get into the paranormal aspect of, of what we experienced when we were in the Bull Shoals, Arkansas area. I'll do a brief description of how we got there. Now, like I said, my mother-in-law, Paula, awesome lady, paid for our flights out there. So we took a plane from San Diego to Dallas and then from Dallas to Harrison, Arkansas, sideline, sideline, very important sideline. Harrison, Arkansas is the home of the current grand poobah, whatever his stupid name is, of the Ku Klux Klan. And, uh, yeah, we did see, you know, some stupid white power billboard when we were driving through town after we landed, but uh, that's moving a little bit too forward. Uh, we flew from Dallas love field, I believe it was to a tiny little airport in Harrison, Arkansas on a single propeller, tiny little plane. I think it sat like eight to 10 people, including the pilot and co-pilot. That was the gnarliest flight I have ever been on in my entire life. And I'm not a big fan of flying. I'm terrified of heights. I'm okay with like a big commercial jet. Like totally, totally cool. Fine, whatever. Not a big deal. But this tiny little plane, man, I swear to God, like this thing would drop like, you know, 50 feet and bounce back up. It was all over the place, dude. It was gnarly. My poor son, he was like five at the time was holding my hand and kept had to keep his eyes closed. He was terrified. And it was like a two-hour flight or something. It was gnarly. So we landed, you know, got out of the plane. We're like, thank fucking God we're here. Holy crap, that was gnarly, right? Uh, we get driving through town. You'll see this white power billboard, and it's like, oh, fuck, what the, what are we, what is going on? confederate flags here and there i always have a little trepidation about the south like there are there a bunch of racists in the south well there are some i think just like anywhere but they're kind of some of them are kind of blatant about it um when you see a power uh, power okay when you see a billboard that advertises a like white power radio show prominently displayed on the side of the highway as you're driving through the area you get a little like, like man, fuck this place. That that is some bullshit right there, right? I gotta say, you know, I only had one kind of racist encounter when I was talking to a gentleman, and I'll get to that a little later. Uh, we did, see, you know, there are Confederate flags here and there, which is again, to me, the Confederate flag is a bullshit symbol. You bastards, you lost a war that you fought because you wanted to keep slaves. And if anybody argues differently, I'm not going to argue with you about it because you're too fucking stupid to understand anything about history whatsoever. There's no talking to you. You're beyond dumb if you can't comprehend that simple little thing. It's not about heritage, uh, daughter of the South bullshit. You know, shove that up your fucking ass. Uh, I don't give a shit, you know, confederate flag waving you're waving the flag of a defeated piece of shit form of government okay that's out of the way let's move on <clears throat> let's have another sip of coffee actually first i'm proud of myself right now i haven't done a southern voice since i the very beginning you know and i'm 
I'm pretty stoked about that, actually. I devolve usually, but you know, coffee, coffee it does. It kind of keeps me like on point. I'm trying. I am. I truly am. I'm trying. Okay. Regardless, we got, you know, we we got picked up by my wife's uncle. Took us out to Bullshoals. We stayed in um, a little cabin in a place, and I will give major props to this place. It was an awesome little place called Rocky Hideaway Cottages. Uh, it was just you know I don't know maybe eight ten cabins. Uh, a pool. The lady that owned the place lived in a big house right on the property. She'd hang out. I saw her, dude. It was so funny. She would like hang out at the pool all day, just swimming. She'd come and say hi to you. You pull it, you know, famous Southern hospitality. This lady was a, a great example of that. So I don't know her name, you know, which is shows what kind of elitist, you know, left coast asshole I am, right? Uh, but, anyways, I said hi to her every time I saw her. You know, she's super nice. Um, it's right on the lake, you know, not right on, like I said, there's only a few resorts, like the big resorts are right on the lake. This one, it was about a five minute walk to the lake down a private road. Um, they had a private dock on the lake. It's an incredibly cool place. Uh, picnic tables where we all hung out and like drank and had a good old time. The, you know, cause, uh, the family that traveled out there, it was me, my wife, my son, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, um, two of my sister-in-laws, and one of my sister-in-law's girlfriends. Incredibly rad people. Great, great, great traveling companions. Rocky Hideaway type place. I will put a link to it on the website once the podcast is up. Because if you do go out there, you know, it, it, like I said, if it's an awesome place to go on vacation. I would stay there again in a heartbeat, regardless. Um <sighs> So we, one of the purposes of the trip was go on a houseboat out on the lake, which we did. And that was pretty cool. It was pretty hot though, but it, dude, swimming in that 80 degree water and getting tubing and doing all this crazy stuff, that experience of a lifetime, dude, there was a water slide on the back of the houseboat. So I sat my fat ass up on top of it. There's like a whole rooftop deck. You go down this water slide and a big, like, you know, I don't know, maybe five or six foot drop into the water splash. Oh, yeah, yay. It was great. Great fun. I, I would do that again in a heartbeat. Uh, <coughs> excuse me again. Jeez. Hope that pause wasn't too awkward for you. It felt awkward. Nah, that's fine. Uh, leave me alone. I'm I'm just doing my thing here. So let's start getting to kind of the paranormal aspect um, of this trip, which, you know, I, I'm kind of always on the lookout for stuff like that because I'm really interested in paranormal, paranormal, pardon me, subjects, uh, really, really interested in it because I, I don't know what a ghost is. I don't, what is a ghost? Like, where do they come from? How, where do they come from? Now I'm starting to babble for sure. Uh you know, like it's just a trip to me. It's really, really strange stuff. So there's a place in Bull Shoals. It's called Bull Shoals Cavern. Um, they also have, you know, a replica of a town from the 1890s that's, you know, kind of part of a package. You you have to pay for a tour. There's one guy that gives a tour of the cavern. It's not like, a, you know, a walkthrough thing where you can just you pay an entry fee and you go into these caves and like walk around or whatever you there, you have to have a guide. He takes you 
basically from the beginning of the cave or cavern to the end and back. Uh, really incredible. The, the Our tour guide's name, I believe, was Jim. Super interesting dude. The caverns themselves, it's a limestone cavern uh, that began forming about 350 million years ago, which in we're in the Bible Belt. I'm sure there are people that go on it. And I think the tour guide actually said this. And he said it very, very carefully, very diplomatically. But, you know, like he was from the East Coast. He was like, there are people that come on this tour uh, that, uh, you know, they they don't believe in uh, the Earth is 350 million years old. So, uh, you know, he didn't talk exactly like that. Shit, I went from a southern accent to some weird like New York accent in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I'll just I'll cut the accents out from here on out. Regardless, the the fine gentleman was very diplomatic about it and said, you know, well, okay, maybe the caves are only you know I don't know five thousand years old or whatever. Cool. Regard, yeah, okay, that's fine. If you're an idiot, you would believe that. But um, <clears throat> again, you know, I'll, I'll reference what I say when I say about anybody that doesn't believe logical things. They probably think the Earth is flat too. You know, it fuck take a boat too far, you shit, you're gonna fall to like Venus or something. Uh so the cavern is what they call living cavern, Bolshol's caverns is. Uh it's limestone. There's a river that runs through the cavern, and that's why it's called a living cavern. The effect of the water on the limestone causes stalactites and stalagmites. So there's constant water moving, constant building of uh, different kind of rock formations in the cave. So the cave itself it has a very interesting history, like the Native Americans um, that lived in the area, pre-European settlers, used the caves as shelters and storage areas. Um, when settlers came to the area, they used it as like a, a almost a food storage, like refrigeration pre-electricity it has a constant year-round temperature of 59 degrees uh, which is a trip when you when you are standing outside and it's like 90 degrees and humid as shit you go into this cave and it's like whoa dude oh this is super nice you know I, here I am wearing like a cutoff shirt shorts and I was like oh man I'm uh, like a big dude kind of and I, I was I was kind of chilly and it was felt great though you know because when you're fat that like cold feels good you know uh the another interesting fact about the caves is the confederacy during the civil war they used the caverns to mine saltpeter um which they used to make gunpowder now saltpeter is also you know more scientifically known as potassium nitrate um which is used to preserve meat. It, they put it in some kinds of toothpaste for like sensitive teeth, make fertilizer out of it. Um, but you can also make gunpowder out of it. So they have all these really weird like vats that they would use to produce, turn the saltpeter into gunpowder. I guess you kind of cook it or render it down somehow. Um, so the Confederacy definitely had, you know, like a uh, involvement in the caves and in that general area. You know, hence, uh, you know, all these people flying flags like, oh, my grandpappy was, he was in the Confederacy. And, uh, you know, hey, I'll be damned if I didn't still wish I had a slave to mow this damn yard. Now, 
That was probably a little bit of a shitty joke, and I apologize for that. Um, strike that one from the records. Okay. <coughs> Gosh, excuse me. I, that's It's so unprofessional for this, you know, however many listener podcasts for me to cough constantly. I hope you can get over it because I already am. Uh, Moonshiners also used the Bolshoals Caverns as a place to hide their stills during Prohibition, which I'm I'm always interested in that. Like, you know what? People are always going to find a way to get booze, man. That's what, It's just like when weed was illegal in California. Do you think you could fucking buy weed from just from a cop if you wanted to? I mean, that shit was everywhere, and it still is. Moving on. The the paranormal side of this area. Uh, there is a replica of a town that's part of the whole Bolshoals Cavern experience. It's called Mountain Village 1890, and it's supposed to be a replica of a town from around the 1890s. Um, all the buildings that are in this, this little area, there's about a dozen of them, were all relocated from different parts of like Missouri and Arkansas. They're all original buildings from like the oldest ones from 1830. Um, that was a family, I believe the Martin family, which is, a uh, very haunted too. Supposedly I didn't see shit there, but, um, they've all been, all these buildings have been relocated. There's an actual railroad depot in that the gift shop in the main, like the area where you check in for the tour is that was relocated from another part of Arkansas. So no railroad actually went through this area, um, but you know they have this you know, steam engine there all kinds of it's really cool like after the tour after the cavern tour the guy just goes okay like you can feel free to explore this area you know check out the buildings look at the stuff um we're here there in september and he says you know during uh, around october around halloween time they do ghost tours they actually do like an overnight stay where you can sleep there and I'm like, well, fuck that. Like, seriously, they, the more I, I did a bunch of research for this podcast because I didn't catch a lot of this from the guide, but there are supposedly a ton of ghosts there. And let me let me tell you one of the theories why. And I just learned this today doing research for this. Um, also like to thank my executive producer, my wife, Willow. She pointed this out and it, it led me down a rabbit hole of what some of the focal points for paranormal activity or ghosts, you know, not just ghosts, but paranormal activity, because paranormal activity can also be, you know, just like stuff getting pushed around, kind of like poltergeist activity too. So it's not just ghosts, uh, just so we have that understanding. Cool. Okay. The, um, this area where this Mountain Village 1890 and Bull Caverns is, have three of the biggest things that will attract paranormal activity. Um, limestone, running water, and a railroad. Now, <clears throat> the best reason I can find as far as why those things would all attract paranormal activity is because they're all like conductors of some form of energy. Like limestone is an electrical conductor. Um, you know, running water. That's that's like a transference of energy. A railroad obviously duh, goes from place to place or whatever. So those are all like um, means of kind of transferring energy, which is a, a possible explanation why 
like a ghost, which a ghost is supposedly just like a like energy is all it is, I guess. You know, like whether it's the remnants of a formal formal hmm, formal human being. Good. I'm glad. Let me let's get a little sharp. Let's have some more coffee, okay? So it yeah. So anyways, they're all conductors of some form of energy and energy ghosts are energy, so they're attracted supposedly to these conductors of energy. So this place is like a gnarly hot spot for paranormal activity. Uh, so, you know, I will get to the point where we actually had kind of a weird experience. Um, let me talk about the town a little bit, though. There's, you know, there's an old church there. There's a blacksmith, a jail, a couple houses, general store. Um, like I said, it's about a dozen buildings in all. Um, they relocated all these buildings there in the 1960s to to make it the Bolshoi's Cavern more um, attractive as like a tourist attraction, um, and it is a cool little thing. You know, it's like old town in your town. You go, oh, here's like old town, you know, Smithville or whatever. Like, it's cool, right? You go in and they all sell kind of the same bullshit or whatever. But it's kind, it's it's cool to see um, <clears throat> the. The buildings are pretty run down, I would say not, not really kept up in the best way. Um, but they're, you know, they're authentic. They are, these buildings are like, you know, over a hundred years old or whatever. I, they're, it's pretty gnarly. Supposedly there's a ghost of a little kid that runs around in the area. People have heard her laughing and playing her name as Amanda Martin. Um, this little girl ghost has the most documented um uh occurrences like you know they they have video they have photographs people have audio recordings of her voice like laughing and stuff like that pretty cool we didn't see her um there was one area that you walk into this house. It was a really small cabin, kind of set off to the side from the main part of the town. And it was creepy as shit. I mean, it really, I walked in and was like, oh, like, yeah, this is kind of weird. Um, I didn't see anything, but my wife took a bunch of pictures and we looked at them later and there was some strange stuff going on. You know, hey, I am skeptical as well as somewhat of a believer in the paranormal. So could have been a play on light I don't know but there's like kind of clearly the form of like a human like especially you get the 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 idea that it's like a male human um standing in one frame of one of the pictures she took I will post that on the website later by the way um yeah my wife dude I'm telling you she's like speaking of conductors of the paranormal I would say my wife is definitely a conductor because she sees and hears and feels all kinds of stuff that when we're in the same area, I don't see or feel, you know, I'll get like kind of a weird feeling and we'll come out and talk. And she's like, did you feel like that it was kind of colder or like, did you see that light over there? Or did you, you know, did you get the feeling like we were being watched? And I was like, no, but I did feel like I didn't feel great. You know, I felt weird and kind of creeped out. She gets very specific feelings, and she's taken some, like on the Queen Mary, she got a picture of like this ball of light. Dude, I swear to God, she's like a magnet for ghosts, dude. If I really wanted to be a ghost hunter to be successful, I'd just have to grab her. Okay, we're going to like the Queen Mary. Let's go film some stuff. You film, and we got it. Yeah, we'd be the next like ghost hunters regardless. Uh, 
so we go in this cabin and it come turns turns out that this cabin was the home of a confederate colonel named william william jordan um so pretty cool i think we even joked about it oh like we're you know at the colonel's house later ha ha like oh see this fucking guy probably followed us home you know he's probably looking over my shoulder right now i'm okay this now i'm starting to get weird here um that was our experience uh you know, one thing, the whole town was a little eerie and kind of weird. I mean, you know, it's a definite tourist attraction, but it was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. Um, I like having the story to tell that like, oh, you know, maybe we saw a ghost because it was, I, I don't know. I love the shit out of, out of some ghosts. Um, I think that if we went back there i would probably have more of an idea like at you know okay this ghost is supposed to be here we went in not knowing anything about it like oh no there's not supposed and, and you know when i do go to like we'll go to the whaley house every once in a while in san diego which is supposedly the most haunted house in san diego we'll go there with the express purpose of like possibly experiencing something of the paranormal and we have almost every time we've been there in some way shape or form we went into this place with no expectations, no knowledge of any of the history of it, really, and definitely did experience something, I would say. So there you go. That was that was our paranormal experience on a vacation in Arkansas. Um, I did promise I was going to tell a story about the racism that I encountered in there. Let me state for the record really quick. Racism is fucking bullshit. You know, the year is 2019. People don't have the excuse of a lack of education anymore um i think to to base their racism on i think you can go back you know a few hundred years ago and people didn't understand why there were people who had different color skin or whatever and, and you can almost excuse that you can look at it and say well you know they look so much different from us we have no idea why they must be a different species well they didn't shit, they didn't know any better you know i mean you grew up you died when you were 35 500 years ago or whatever so what the fuck you know now we don't have any excuse i we legitimately don't i mean i would say most people do have an understanding that our species human beings homo sapiens our dna is all exactly the fucking same it's just a difference in melatonin levels in the skin there are cultural differences between humans for sure um there's no excuse for racism plain and simple and i met a gentleman and was talking to him um <clears throat> i shouldn't even call him a gentleman i'm i'm trying to be diplomatic uh and we were talking and he said how do you like it out here and i said well eh, it's pretty great man it's it's really cool and he said I bet you notice there ain't a lot of colored folks around here. And I go, colored, what, am I watching fucking All in the Family right now? What kind of bullshit is this guy going to tell me? So I go, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I guess I did notice that there are no African Americans in this area, sir. Uh, please continue. Let's hear, let's let you dig your hole a little deeper in my, in my brain. And he goes, yeah, well, I, I guess folks just ain't really that neighborly to them when they do move in and they don't like it so they go oh so you 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 run out people that are a different color than you well you win the asshole of the year award in my book sir um that was the end of that conversation i quickly kind of go oh okay all right well you know i'm gonna go over here where the bullshit isn't so horrific 
yeah, moral of that story, you know, racism is fucking stupid. Don't take part in it. You know, this guy was like 80-something years old. If he was my age, maybe I would have said, you know, maybe you should shut your fucking mouth about this shit because there's no place in this world for that kind of thing. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to slap an old man, you know, even though I felt like it. Um, there's more to this story than I'm saying, but that's good enough for now. So, <clears throat> hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. That was a short and sweet one. Um, yeah, I had a great time in Arkansas again. I will say, don't let my little racist story scary away from going out there because there are a lot of truly great truly awesome people we got more people saying to us whenever people would say oh where are y'all from we'd say oh california like, oh you should move out here it's i mean they there were were so like oh yeah you guys should come out here it's a great place to raise a family it's beautiful you know yada 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 i wouldn't want to move out there it's not my thing that's all i'm gonna say um and the Mexican food is the like horrible. So yeah, I would die. I would starve to death. Uh, regardless, I would definitely say Arkansas is a wonderful place to go on vacation. And I would love to go back around Halloween and do a ghost tour at that place. So my ass is not going to stay the night in that little town. Cause you know what? I don't want to get fucking possessed and like be like that dude at the end of hereditary. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, great to chat with you again tonight thanks for listening to the i want to party with bob podcast i'll throw links up on the sites um for all the different things that we saw and did kind of you know that were really really special and cool to me uh that website is www.iwannapartywithbob.com leave a comment send me an email if anything I said was less than factual to you, or if you have anything to say to me, I'd really appreciate the feedback. I love getting feedback. It's good. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it, guys. And have a great, great, great evening.